and just like that, the day is over and the week is over. How did that happen? And did I hear that correctly? But was that DMX up in here remixed for square dancing? Friday, April 8th, 2022. I'm Steven Sersky. Thanks for joining me. This here is my daily audio blog. I usually uh, post this between Monday and Friday. Show notes and tracks are available on my website, stevensersky.com. You can find archives stretching back at least until September of last year. I started this in May of last year, but uh, didn't start updating my website until a little bit later. I've actually come up to, uh, let's see, it's uh, April 8th. It's either this week or next week, wherein I think it's the two-year anniversary of my podcast. The big cast, the the big lengthily extended one that people say, it's too long. And I go, well, but it's a good conversation, and I'm not editing it. The only thing I really want to make sure that happens is that the audio sounds all right. So uh, you can also check that up, uh, check that out on my website, stephenshersky.com. There's two different links there. So there's the podcast, the big cast, the big conversation where I talk to a lot of different expats. Uh, and then here's the uh, smaller podcast. This is my daily audio blog that you can find uh, as well on the, the SAB link, S-S-A-B, Stephen Sersky audio blog. So creative, I know. For all my my uh, things and thoughts of thinking of believing in the creativity and the originality that I have and I can't even speak and yeah I I come up with words like Stephen Sersky podcast or titles like Stephen Sersky podcast and Stephen Sersky audio blog ah uh, yeah not a brand manager as you can tell other than for my name <laughs> and yes that was DMX his uh, his track uh, up in here. That was remixed by the uh, square dancing community. <laughs> I thought that was kind of funny. I'm like, do you, do you folks, do you know what he's talking about? Uh, you know, he is talking about a party, obviously. Um, what kind of party? Good question. Uh, but there's also, yeah, no, he uses some very not uh, good words in that song, throughout that song. And uh, I don't think they had those. Actually, I didn't hear the whole part. I only heard like the chorus part. Uh, but uh, that was kind of funny to see these ladies dancing around to it. Uh, but yeah, it is the end of the uh, the week. Uh, finally got a lot of my homeworking stuff set up. So it looks as if that's going to become a little bit more common for me, which is good because uh you know the weather's nice and i'm I'm continuing on with these two a days like running a couple miles in the morning a couple morning uh, a couple more miles in in the afternoon and then combining that with uh, another couple of workouts like kettlebell workouts and stuff like that and um the uh i'll say one thing i noticed actually is that when i do this i do the run and then i come back in and I do another kettlebell kettlebell flow, 20 minutes or something. That's all I'm doing is 20 minutes worth of uh, kettlebell workouts. Whereas I used to do a lot longer workouts. I guess combined 20-minute run or 25-minute run with 
a 20 minute kettlebell flow and that would be 45 minute workout which is a typical length of a workout right and now you do that uh, twice a day and then you add in your stretching I mean it's a it adds up I notice I'm actually a lot more I, I'm hungry a lot more so I do have to keep on eating uh, and I have to make sure that my house or my apartment is filled with stuff that's not like sugary quick stuff to eat uh, like I bought Oreos the other day. <laughs> um, I also uh, just today made uh, more of those, one of those packaged cookie mixes. So I made that, threw some oatmeal and flax seeds in there to make it a little bit more healthy. But, uh, uh, and I also found out today, and you bakers out there will uh, laugh at me, I assumed very wrongly that I could put oil on the pan and there's a non-stick pan, and that the, the cookies wouldn't stick uh, without using like the baking sheets and stuff like that. I was wrong. I am wrong. You need to use baking sheets. You need to take the 10 minutes, go to the store and get baking sheets, because if you don't, you just cost yourself uh, another uh, 30 minutes of cleanup afterwards. So um, yeah, uh, that lesson learned. I won't be so lazy next time. I'll just go get the baking sheets. But yeah, I've made those, uh, and that's... Uh, that spiked my calories today. So for all the workouts I did, I mean, the uh, chocolate chip cookies with ice cream and caramel sauce really kind of, um, well, it was a nice end to the day. Not going to lie, nice end to the week. Uh, I still have a few more left, so <laughs> leave them for the, for the weekend. I said I was going to talk about the differences between Apple Motion and After Effects. And I understand that not everybody will be uh, really interested in this sort of topic, mainly because uh, the people that I know, uh, of the people I know, most of them are not interested in uh, computer graphics or this type of uh, filmmaking. And online, there are quite a few user groups, like even in on Douyin and all the uh, Chinese channels, uh, and by channels, I mean like your 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 social media apps and stuff like that. There are um, groups dedicated to this stuff, but out of the the English teachers that I know, uh, no one else is spending obscene amounts of hours uh, manipulating three D objects and then trying to make them zap each other <laughs> um, through uh, any number of ways using a computer or or they're not compiling ancient symbols and animating them to fly around the screen, which is one of the uh, videos I recently made. Uh, but if you're at all interested in how some of these things or what these things are used for, uh, this is something I've been studying for, I guess, well, I, well, I, I want to say a couple of years, but it's been longer. I've been involved with it for years, but it, it's never really been this easy, and I've never been as dedicated to it as I am now and if you've been following along for a while you know that throughout the month of March I was uh, mostly focused on uh, Apple Motion which is uh, Apple's uh, like the Mac based computer graphics special effects program and it's meant to be tightly integrated with Apple's own video editing program, Final Cut Pro. After Effects is 
typically the PC-based program, but it does work on Macs. Like they, uh, they made the switch years ago, like 12, 15 years ago, where they made it available for both systems rather than just one. It used to be that Adobe was PC and like Final Cut uh, was Mac. Now that's Final Cut is still only Mac. Apple Motion is still only Mac. But uh, in terms of the Adobe suite of products, those since they're stored in the cloud, uh, they have been modified to work on both systems. So After Effects is your big league sort of, uh, it's, I'd almost say it's like the bottom end of the professional uh, oriented computer graphics special effects program for the film and like the entertainment industry specifically and it works uh it's highly integrated with the likes of adobe premiere pro which you've probably heard of it's a video editing program as well uh and then also what's the other one like photoshop illustrator so it works with those like it's uh it's a very sort of a tight-knit community and in the week and a half no it's just been a week that i've had this program uh, after effects I'm seeing some major differences, and I can't understand why people who are on Mac won't wouldn't just go use Final Cut and Motion. Uh, that being the case, actually, if you're not interested in this stuff to to the extent of like putting in the time to learn how it actually works, uh, I'm surprised that more people don't just choose Final Cut. It's the easier of everything involved, to tell you the truth. I used to edit with Premiere Pro back in the day. It's glitchy. It can crash. Uh, it uh, is unwieldy. And it requires far more sort of care in where it puts all of the files. So Final Cut makes it all very simple. It says, where do you want to put these files? Here or there? And you click one, basically. Whereas Premiere goes, well, you should do, you should put your cache over here, you should put your render files over here, and you, and you should do this over there. You're going, I don't have that many hard drives. Can I just cut on, can I just edit on a laptop, please? Final Cut was made to be on a single system, whereas Adobe Premiere and After Effects and the like seem to be more made for the, uh, like, the system that has access to external hard drives. So it's a it's a little bit it, it can get a little bit daunting in terms of setup, just just setting it up. But also on the Outlook, like uh when you first open After Effects, I mean <laughs> you look at it and go, What does this do? <laughs> and you look at it and you go, I don't which I don't want to break it. <laughs> Actually it's not even so much you want to you don't want to break it. I think the very first thing, and this I remember this from years ago when I first opened up After Effects. I remember thinking, is why is the text so small? Why, why, why can't it be bigger? How do I increase the font size? And I guess part of the reason is because, like the resolution is set to a certain level, uh, but with the amount of information, the number of windows that are in one screen, the the font, the the resolution is set to very small or very big, or whatever, however you 
classify this. You can break it apart though. So you can actually, if you have multiple monitors, two or three, you can actually uh, separate <clears throat> the all of the windows from each other and put them wherever you want to. And that's sort of one of the features of your uh, more professional facing programs where they can be broken apart and put two different sides. So you can look at your bin over here, your timeline there, the screen over there, and, and the like. Motion can do the same thing. Uh, for the most part, you can... Motion goes two screens. I don't think you can go any more than that, whereas I think After Effects can go two or more. It, at least it seems like that. I only have two screens, so I haven't had a chance to try out breaking it apart any more than that. Uh, but in terms of just first looks, I'll tell you... Uh, after Effects is far more daunting. And as soon as you click something, I can say, at least based on my 2017 MacBook Pro, After Effects is far slower. Just horribly slower. Now, I haven't updated Apple Motion because I haven't updated my OS yet on Mac, so that could change. Uh, it might have changed in the last couple of iterations. But in terms of being able to do something quickly. And there's actually, yes, uh, Simon Ubsdale. He's this guy I've been following on YouTube. He did a comparison years ago between Apple Motion and After Effects. And he talked about, like, why, why would you choose this one or that one? And he talked about the render speed and the playback speed. So render is like when you have to pre-process the effects that you've done. Um, and I find that the more I try to throw at Apple Motion the more I have to render it before actually viewing uh, any example of it. After Effects does render on the fly, but it slows the system down immensely. It's just horribly uh, slow. Adobe is notorious for this. I'm not... It might... It actually might come down to uh, the fact that Final Cut motion compressor um, and the other one I'm missing uh, logic uh, those are all built with the Apple system in mind especially as now Apple is moving towards silicon based processors so their own their own processors whereas Adobe is focused on the PC environment in which there are lots of different types of processors out there and different system configurations, major processors being Intel and AMD, um, but with Apple basically being either Intel or Apple itself, I mean, I guess Apple's software is a bit more streamlined in that situation. So yeah, it's horribly clunky, to tell you the truth. Uh, After Effects is a bit daunting, and the other thing that I've noticed so far, and this actually kind of bothers me because I was hoping to publish something every single day uh, throughout the month of April with uh, After Effects, but as you've no doubt noticed, I haven't been able to, and one of the reasons is because I, I have to relearn all the keyboard shortcuts. What I can do in a couple of you know seconds or keystrokes in Final Cut or in Apple Motion uh, which I've been using for years at this point, I mean, I've been out of the Adobe system, the ecosystem for so long, I don't know the uh, the uh, shortcuts, but not just that, not just the shortcuts, it's 
where are the buttons placed? So if I need to click the blade tool or something, this is the thing that got me. Like, how do I shorten the clip? And of course, you say, well, just Google it. Like, what if I didn't have access to Google? How would I find this information? Where do I get the manual? Where's, why do I have to look it up in the manual how to uh, edit two clips? Shouldn't there be a button somewhere that has the blade tool right there? It should be one of the standard functions like where you press, you click the button, it, you hold it down, and it pops up six different choices or something. I thought that was standard industry procedure for hiding all of your different uh, buttons, all your different functionality, and group it all together into one sort of block. So that it's been taking me a while to get used to the uh, the uh, the outlay of After Effects and the gen. The ideas of how, what to do are very similar, but the other big thing I noticed there's actually two big things uh, that are have slowed me down with After Effects compared to Apple Motion. Um, one is the available library. So you open up Apple Motion and you go into your library <laughs> where you keep all your stuff and you start clicking around you see assets and content right there. It's all there laid out for you in different uh, categories. And this is, I, I've, I've made a couple of videos based on the, the stock library, stock elements available in Apple Motion. I have a few more uh, coming up very soon. After Effects, there is no such thing. You have to go to the Creative Cloud. Well, so I did that. And I tried to download some, add to my library, add to this or whatever. Saying my library wasn't wasn't available or something, but it's right there. I'm going through the Adobe Creative Cloud, and it's not letting me access them in the system. Like, well, so it's not, and I'm not even talking about Adobe Stock, which you have to actually pay for, which I didn't do. I'm not paying. It was five bucks per image, five bucks per asset, I think. And I'm like, no, we'll just do the program for now. <laughs> I have lots of footage. That was, I mean, I guess one lazy part on my behalf is that I just don't want to hook up the external drive that has a lot of my footage on it. Then I can import it into uh, Adobe, into, into After Effects. But that is only one part of it i mentioned before so okay so the stock like the available stock footage and photography and elements and what like vector graphics and stuff like that not as easy to find in after effects not readily readily available whereas it is readily available in apple motion the other thing i mentioned before how after effects is integrated into uh like this pipeline this workflow of adobe premiere pro illustrator photoshop and the like it sounds like it's a very good idea but adobe has acquired these uh, programs over time and they've all sort of they've been forced to work together now photoshop standard uh i guess your 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 go-to photo editing program illustrator not as many people use it but it's there premiere pro again it's something they've been building for years uh it's one of their flagship products i would say after effects is 
your Photoshop of the video world. That's four different programs. <laughs> uh, and I'm renting After Effects for 30 bucks for one month. If you want the full Creative Cloud, that includes all of these applications, most of them that you won't use, but the three or four that you might use, it's $80 a month times 12, right? Okay, it's $80 a month. Now, <laughs> Final Cut Pro costs 300 Logic costs 300 uh, Motion costs 50 Compressor costs 50 And Pixelmator Pro, the other one that I have, costs uh, 50 as well. Uh, or 30 sorry, 20 I think I got it on sale. So that's 100 400 seven, eight hundred, maybe nine hundred dollars total for programs that I've had for five years. Really, except for Pixelmator Pro, I just bought that this year. Uh, but nine hundred dollars for five years of use, whereas Adobe is eighty dollars per month, continuous. I don't know, and now the addition of Pixelmator Pro. This is this uh, photo slash vector editing program I bought just a couple months ago, and I was uh, praising it because you, it, it works so well with uh, Motion, uh, which is the program I was working on in, in March, in that it creates elements that can be used and animated in Apple Motion the same way that Photoshop and Illustrator create files that can be used in After Effects and Premiere Pro. But the cost is far less. <laughs> I mean, far less. Motion and Pixelmator Pro, $70 total, plus your Final Cut Pro, which I think is, it might be 300 US. Maybe it's $400 Canadian. I can't remember. But $500 total, you own the programs from here until they upgrade the actual version number that is like until they go like 11.1 or something 11.0 right like the, the next major upgrade you own it until then usually, usually it's a five or six year uh life cycle so it is coming to the end of that life cycle i know for the programs i have um and yeah given the amount of stuff i've done with them though i mean you cost that out that there's a, that's a big difference uh, in terms of cost, in terms of functionality, in terms of ease of use. And I don't know anybody who praises the stability of Adobe products. I, just about no one. <laughs> Especially if they're working on PC, they all crash. Whereas, I mean, I've had crashes with Final Cut and Motion. Uh, like, it's my system, it is getting old, but it's been pretty stable. Pretty good. Nothing major, nothing ca catastrophic has happened, which is very good. So in terms of um, workability, integrating into a workflow, flexibility, I mean, I still got to give this to Apple Motion and Final Cut Pro. Uh, it's just, uh, and even Logic. It's it just, they work together very, very well. So why would you go with After Effects? Why would I want to learn After Effects? If it's in a work, uh, a pipeline that I don't use. Well, again, industry standard. Uh, you mentioned After Effects. People know what it is. It's like mentioning, you know, Photoshop. Same, same. 
same idea. Uh, there are things that After Effects can do a lot easier and a lot quicker that motion can't. The first that comes to mind is rotoscoping, like deleting parts of an image as if they were never there and making it look as if they were never there. This is something that I'm going to work on and actually one of the features I want to see how it actually works. I'm going to work on that uh, over the next month. And there's a, the other thing with After Effects is that it seems to, it's built for larger project files. Whereas Motion, the default is sort of 10 seconds, and that seems to be on the longer end of things. After Effects is built to do full, like 30 to 30 seconds to maybe even a minute uh, of special effects work. Maybe not so much, but I mean, the the default timeline is 30 seconds or so, and what you see happening is that people are importing their footage into After Effects to manipulate, whereas in Apple Motion, you don't usually import footage, you export the graphics from the program and then mix it with your footage later on. So if After Effects, you're actually using the video files that you you have, whereas Apple Motion, you're creating new ones to put on top of the video files that you would be using in Final Cut Pro. So there's a there's another sort of major difference so far that I've seen between the two programs. All right, I'm going to leave it there. I think I've gone on enough and I've probably confused quite a few people, especially if you're not familiar with these uh, programs and how they work. Uh, I don't blame you. It's, uh, I want to say it's a niche interest. You can sure, surely you can find a lot of information about this stuff on YouTube uh, and various locations but uh, and it it wouldn't really I guess I can't even say that it would serve you very well if you were thinking about getting into video editing this is not a major portion of uh, that like a, a portal of knowledge that you need to know especially as cell phones get better like my Xiaomi phone has some of the features that would have taken you two or three hours in After Effects or Motion uh, you try to replicate them, and it takes you an hour, hour and a half to, to program it. Now you can do it, click of a button, you know, and uh, and it's uh, no watermark or anything, which is a, which is sort of a big thing, right? So these these big effects programs, they either got to go really big and really kind of cool, they got to keep on sort of pushing forward, or basically they're going to be appified, <laughs> like they're going to be plugins into your phone, part of like. Doing TikTok, Instagram, YouTube filters sort of thing, which I'm surprised they haven't done that yet. But again, After Effects, industry standard, Apple Motion, more for the uh, uh, prosumer wedding videographer who sort of wants a little bit more uniqueness to their videos. Not that I'm disparaging this, I'm just saying that's who it's sort of targeted towards, the prosumer user not the casual user. After Effects is geared towards more people who actually work in the industry and who need that tool available in addition to some of the other tools that they might have. All right. Truly leaving it there. End of the week. End of the day. Hope you guys are doing well. 
keeping busy, being productive. The weather's getting nice and warm out here in Beijing. And uh, though it's a bit smoggy, that uh, smell of the, in that air, the smell of the coal dust, the progress we uh, feel all around us. But it's good because uh, it's nice to see that the, uh, uh, the the sakuras are actually blooming, are blossoming now. So that's uh, uh, the big thing. For, they've been here for two or three days already. I guess this would be the last weekend. They'll look really good. And then after this, they pretty much die pretty quickly. Kind of sad, but it's the, uh, the, the, si the sign that spring is here and that summer is about two weeks away. <laughs> All right, folks, thanks for listening. I appreciate it. Show notes and tracks up on my website. And yes, if you want to learn any more about this Apple Motion After Effects, uh, hit me up. Be glad to talk about it a little bit more. You might be able to teach me more than I can teach you. Thanks for listening, folks. Have a great weekend. We'll talk again. Bye-bye.